Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ticket City presents Why You Go to the Game at UT. The Texas Tech kicker did a fake field goal. I mean, you could see in his face that he was going to make the first down. And Tony Brankins, outside linebacker, came across and completely destroyed him. I, I thought he was dead. Everyone thought he was dead. That hit will always be, you know, something I'll never forget for sure. Put yourself in the action with tickets from Ticket City. Visit hook'em.com and click tickets. Longhorns Unfiltered Episode 3. Cedric Golden here with the Duck Kirk Bowls. The Texas Longhorns just put together the most comprehensive important win of the Tom Herman era at home, 37-14 over the number 22 USC Trojans. Duck, um, I'm going to pat myself on the back here for a minute. I predicted the Longhorns would win by double digits, but I didn't think that they would do it in comeback fashion. I thought they'd jump on them early. USC got got them early. Texas came back and showed some of that fight that we haven't seen in quite some time. Well, for them to go down 14-3 to to a ranked USC team whose quarterback, a freshman JT Daniels, was looking like the second coming of Carson Palmer, <laughs> I mean, he couldn't miss at the start. And that, that showed me something, because you got a full house, you get behind, and that starts to work against you a little bit. You start pressing, and uh, the other team's trying to silence the crowd. So I tip my hat to this Texas team. I do, too, and and the reason I do is uh, I didn't know that they would be able to come back after they got hit in the mouth. And this kid didn't look like a guy that should have been at a sock hop Friday night. He skipped his senior season of high school to get into college because he's special, and he showed everything that we had read about. He, Mm -hmm. He had the throws. He can throw deep. He can move. But the Texas defense stayed the course. Brandon Jones, huge stop of Stephen Carr at the goal line. That kind of got things going after the Chris Boyd interception. Well, like you said, Chris Boyd kind of started. It stopped the bleeding because, you know, that was well past midfield and USC was driving again. But the goal line stand, not unlike they had over in the Coliseum last year, gave them just a world of confidence and momentum like you wrote about in the paper. I mean, that was a huge play. Brandon Jones ran him down, shoved him outside, and the defense kind of, you know, held them in check until the offense could get rolling a little bit. Yeah, and, and, and let's get to that offense. You know what? Sam Ellinger's playing clean football, Doug. Taking care of the ball is tantamount to success in college football and Sam, for the second straight game, no turnovers. That's a big deal for a team that's that's kind of built on trying to hope that its defense can put its offense in good positions to score. He took care of the ball. He had a little Jordan. Right. And Colin Johnson were both uh, involved in the passing attack. And Trey Watson did just enough in that running game. 
Will it be enough to beat a TCU team next week? I don't know. But on a night like tonight, it was more than enough. Yeah, you're right. And and they're finding new receivers. Devin DuVernay, Andrew Beck caught a couple passes from the tight end position. What about the freshman? Joshua Moore laid out a leaping catch. Maybe could be the catch of the year. Colin Johnson was hungry. He was going up the ladder. And that's really high up that ladder to make some catches. So you're right; they got to get more out of the running game. They, I know, they topped 100, what 160 yards. Mm-hmm. A lot of that late, and like you said, pretty much turnover free. Daniel Young had the one boo boo where the, uh, Christian Rector punched the ball out from him, and it's hard to fault him too much. He's fighting for extra that was effort. yards. That was effort. It was, and uh, so it wasn't just a drop fumble, so it was a cause by USC. But uh, like you say, it was three quarters of really almost flawless football. USC didn't score their last nine possessions, and they've got some talent on the offensive side of the ball. And, and, you, and some of the calls went against USC. Yeah, that's true. So, But you get those on the road a it lot happens. of times. So, happens. But it just went like clockwork for Texas most of the night. And that defense uh, gives up five out of six third down conversions to start the game, and then USC goes one out of nine the rest yeah, of the way. Yeah. Uh, also a little bit on special teams. Uh, Brent, uh, it was uh, Caden Stearns with the blocked field goal. Right. And Wheeler, Anthony Wheeler in. with the scoop and score for a touchdown. When's the last time Texas has scored a big, a big special teams touchdown like that in an important game? Well, last year they did it all the time. They had nine mm-hmm. non-offensive scores, and this is the first time they had a safety against Maryland uh, down on the goal line uh, in the game one. But this was the first time they really created a big takeaway and turned it into points. I mean, the word comprehensive, I know it's a big word, but boy, they it, were dominant. Is, it sure describes what went down. They won in every category, offense, defense, right. special teams. And uh, can't, can't talk enough about the 103,507 that came in here looking for blood. The student section right. filled up two hours before kickoff. Uh, there, there's there's a real hunger in the fan base. Oh, yeah. They want to be great again. But, you know, before you can be great, Doug, you got to be good. Mm-hmm. This was a step toward being good. Will they continue that? Uh, can I use the M word? Can they continue the momentum <laughs> that they seem to have built here against the TCU team that lost by 12 at Jerry World, Ohio State? That's the big question. Well, I think they can, and, and a big reason is because I think they believe in themselves now. And TCU's going to come in a little wounded after their loss to Ohio State. And they've got a new quarterback, too, and Sean Robinson. And, so, yeah, and he didn't look good. He, he didn't, didn't look, look good. good, and, you know, maybe they got beat up a little bit. That had to be a physical game for the Horn Frogs. And, you know, Texas has been dominated by TCU uh, recently. So I look for a similar type crowd next Saturday, and uh, we'll see if they're for real. Well, we will check check our stuff out on hook'em.com. We will be back on the Longhorn Confidential podcast on Monday, post-time Herman Presser. But for now, I'm Seth Golden for the Duck Kirk Bowles. We'll see you next time.